let's talk canoeing now or yeah but canoeing and we talk to the new k1 champion and she joins us bridget hartley joins us again bridget congratulations to you well done thank you so much thanks for having on the show again when we were talking before you were a little skeptical tell us about the race <laughs> well you know i think um i keep saying to people that i'm going to sort of start ending my career and then um <laughs> I end up doing quite well again and again. So, like, they tell me to stop saying that. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll have to stop. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually, I've had a good year so far of training. Um, I really have gone from race to race, um, sometimes thinking that I'm not going to do well. And then, uh, yeah, my doubt um, comes out of my mind very quickly. So, so yeah, I think I, I need to start turning that to be positive. And, um, yeah, I'm quite excited now. I've been having a good season so far of winning mm. quite a few races in South Africa and having a little bit of a taste of bronze overseas as well. Nice. Okay, so all at the Hazelmere Dam is when it happened. It, it was a three-horse race initially, but then uh, it was Kira Best of Fade of the Way because she had raced a couple of days before. So you versus Nikki Burkett. It doesn't get much better than that. Yes, and we, we actually raced each other at the World Games trial a couple of weeks before in mm. the Western Cape, and yeah, it was a really good duel. So I think it's it's been good racing against her. She she held her own right up until the end on the portages. Uh, sometimes I kind of hope that I can run away from people a bit on the portages, but it's not my strong point, but not my weak point. Um, mm. But it was really good that she kept pushing on every single portage. Um, and Hazelmere Dam was such a fantastic place to race, so... I think we all enjoyed the three-day outing that felt like a little bit of a middle of nowhere, but it was a little bit of a gem in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it wasn't warm last weekend. What was it like on the water? So the first day of racing on the Thursday, it actually started off pretty chilly, and the Wednesday afternoon it even rained. So, so yeah, the, the days didn't start the best, but um, the first day when I raced the short course in the afternoon, it was at three o'clock and it, it was really lovely weather mm. and then during the day i think when the juniors race it was probably the most sublime conditions and then when we raced it started great and then obviously by the time the sun starts to go down a little bit behind the mountains it, it changes temperature so by the time we finished it was quite fresh <laughs> already even though it is close to Durban. um mm. I, I felt like that snow on the mountains started creeping closer to Durban as well <laughs> but, but temperature wise <laughs> And what was the, obviously the, the men's race also a very tight race. What was the ladies' field like? So the ladies' field was a little diluted this year with um, one or two people not starting who had entered. And they actually also split the ladies under 23 and seniors, which they mm, often, mm. they keep the race together. Um, and then it's much better experience for both crews um, of different age categories. So in that sense, I kind of wish that they had um, put us together because, then we would have been a much bigger group. But um, one of the girls who I thought um, would have a good race or be good to race against us as well, Michelle Byrne got sick, so she didn't end up starting. Um, so, yeah, so, and then one of the other girls also who was under 23 didn't line up either. So in that sense, I kind of wished that it would be more competitive. Mm -hmm. um, but in the same breath, you've got to line up to make the team, and that's what we did. Okay, so what does this mean for you now? The first and second places meant something. What does that mean? Yeah, so if you come first and second in our national marathon trial, then you qualify to represent South Africa at the World Championships, which is in Portugal at the end of September this year. Back on the water again? Yes. 
<laughs> so there's a few months to go um, uh, to that event. So, so yes, I think we've got quite a strong South African team in general, from mm. juniors to seniors, um, singles and doubles. So I think it's it's going to be a, a good a good competition again. So talk about that. Will will you be in a, a K two boat with somebody? Maybe Nikki. No, so this year I've um, I've been selected for the short course and the long course. Right. Um, so we only race. Well, the guideline is is that you race two events um, at a world championship level because it's not a local competition where you can enter all three events, uh-huh. uh, which I, which I sometimes do. So so yeah. So the the doubles were the, there were other crews selected for the doubles races. So I won't okay. be taking part in the K two this year. So what are you doing between now and then? Well, I'm actually off to America on the 7th of July because mm-hmm. I qualified for the World Games for Canoe, okay. which is also marathon, just a little different. So there's a short course and the long course is a short long course, if I could say that, because <laughs> the, the laps are smaller. So usually a lap of a marathon race is 4Ks. Now the lap at World Games is 2, mm-hmm. and you have extra portages. So it's a very different style race. So I'm not sure um, what to expect there, but I know that it's, the cream of the crop so mm. there's only 20 odd paddlers who have been selected from the world championship results last year from one from each country so we have one male and one female going from sure. south africa as well so so yeah so that's going to be the the next step on the cards for me do you know the the ladies you're competing against you've been around the world and you've competed so many times Yes, I actually do. I've competed against a lot of them because uh, they did qualify at last year's World Champs. And then mm. a few that I think I didn't compete against, I actually raced in Prague at the end of May at a, at a Marathon World Cup event. So, And I spoke to one or two of the girls there. And then since then, sort of following on social media, I've seen that they've mm. qualified <laughs> now for their country too. So, yeah, so bar one or two, I think I've raced most of the girls. But it's hard to say who's in better form from one year to the next. Um, yeah. You just got to pretend that they're all good, and so are you, and and line up on the start line and and go for a good race. You see, it's changed. Previously, we said, "Well, it's just an honour to be there, and I'll do my best." Now you're there to win it. Well, I, mean, I think slowly but surely, I guess I I'm not a rookie on tour anymore, and <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> I'm learning that um, it's yeah, everyone has an equal chance once you line up on the start line. Um, you can't put anyone on a pedestal, even mm. from previous results. So yeah, so trying to. Trying to gain confidence slowly but surely in myself as well. Okay, so when is that? That's in, what did you say, end of July? So we race on the 11th and the 12th of July in um, okay. Birmingham, Alabama. Sure, it's America. just around the corner as well. Are you feeling fit? Yeah. I am actually. Um, obviously, coming off the Eto Champs, it's good to have got some mm. more um, racing in, and it's always easier doing that distance when you have some friends in a in a competition state rather than trying to box out some mileage on your own. So yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's put us in a good space for um, for that trip as well. Commonwealth Games, not on your target? Yeah, so actually paddling has never been in the Commonwealth Games, oh. um, sadly. Yeah, canoeing and rowing hasn't been. I think it's because of the smaller Commonwealth countries that possibly mm. um, don't have paddlers. Um, but there is a bit of an excitement in the air for the future in that... Um, a lot of the bigger Commonwealth countries, including us, do do the marathon and the surf ski. So there's a mm. little bit of a debate around whether this marathon type event or if the surf ski will be added to the next Commonwealth. So, 
usually it's obviously the sprinting event is the Olympic dis- discipline, um, so not what we race now. Um, but there aren't enough um, sprinters in those Commonwealth countries. So, right. yeah, so we'll hold thumbs that maybe the next Commonwealth will have one of the canoeing disciplines that our South Africans can compete in. And Bridget Hartley, the next Olympic Games are only two years away. Oh. <laughs> That's what everyone says to me, Sean. <laughs> it's the qualifiers, I guess, are just over a year away. Yeah. You ready for it? Well, you can never say you're ready for it. Um, like I said, I, I thought I was on my way out from being a, a, a top South African paddler. And, yes. And now I'm coaching at Marisburg College, and I kind of feel like helping the boys and being on the water them, with them has probably um, helped me really love the sport a bit more than what I slowly was. So, so yeah, so you never know. Um, I probably am going to be lining up trying to qualify for them next year, but... At this stage, I think I'm just going to focus on 2022. <laughs> You've got to start somewhere, right? I mean, that's what champions yeah. do. It, it's, it's a little life lesson from Bridget Hartley. One step at a time. Next yes. thing you know, you're, you're at the Olympic Games again. You go, I don't even remember how I started getting here. <laughs> yeah, you took one box at a time and you keep your focus on one event as they come around. And... Uh, and then once one ends, you go, okay, what's the next chapter? <laughs> I just want to come back to, to, the, to the national champs. You were talking about the under-23 in a separate category. What is the future? What is, do we have the next Bridget Hartley and Nikki Burkett coming up? Obviously, Kira Best is doing extremely well. Do we have the next generation ready to take the spot? So I, I really do think so. We've, um, we've raced some years where our senior women's field has been almost seven boats on the start line. Um, whereas now I kind of feel like it's a bit spread out over the juniors under 23 mm. and seniors. And I definitely think that there's, there's a, a nice group of youngsters that are coming through the ranks and they maybe just need another year or two. And I think they'll be taking on the world by storm. Um, in the men's category, most definitely. Um, it's been super competitive against every category. But I think in the, in the junior and under 22 categories, you've at least got two standout paddlers that they, they're kind of hungry to to race. And I think when you see that in the paddlers that they're quite determined, then it's, it's, it's really encouraging to see that. Mm. And it, doesn't, it seems like they, they will keep, keep paddling and keep flying the flag high as they get a little bit older and more experienced. Excellent. And they're chasing down two legends of the sport, so they can only get good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, maybe <laughs> for them they'll hope that I'll stop before they have to compete against me. But... Uh, <laughs> If not, hopefully they'll look forward to competing against me before I do. <laughs> Bridget Hartley, good chatting to you. Good luck at the World Games, and hopefully we'll see some medals coming back from you again. Yeah, let's hope so too. Thanks so much for having me on the show. New K1 champion, Bridget Hartley, who beats Nikki Burkett into second place. Kira Bester placing third uh, after she had already raced in the under-23 race on the Thursday. Congratulations to all three of them.